when you're in a group like that, it's electric. If someone's new, they're like, what are, what are all these people interested? What is, what is going on here? Why are they like, all so happy and excited? And what is this magic, good weird internet money? Yeah. Is like cult members or something <laughs> like that? Yeah, when I was, I mean, I was a closeted, like pretty much maxi for like a couple of years and never, I say closeted because I'd never sought out one Bitcoin meetup or anybody like-minded and just when I, so my first time I did that was when I drove through here from California for the, and I timed it perfectly on purpose with the uh, first Bitcoin conference. And then just being out there surfing, I finally got to meet some Bitcoiners. I was kind of nervous. But then they <laughs> right. gave me a free tomahawk. I was like, oh, wow, that's, uh, I listened to this guy for podcasts for years. And I could just go walk up to him and talk to him and ask him my questions. It's like, wait, what? Such a cool community. So if you're out there Absolutely. and you haven't sought out like minded people, send it. <laughs> Great yeah. decision. Changed my life. We drug John away from the uh, Swan House there on the beach. I'm sorry, we had to pull you away from the sunset. Be in the, the studio here. I, actually, for those of you Swan, he has been working his butt off. He is. <laughs> this is a horrible job. You guys need yeah. to give him a raise. It's Sweet. it's a very challenging uh, environment to be working in. And so, yeah, man, it's a. Uh... <laughs> It's, it's it's a sacrifice, but for you, you know, I'm happy to depart the the confines of this one house. You've been a great host, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. And Paul from Bitcoin Jungle, and you guys just met like a month or two ago, right? It, it, we share a couple of common bonds, though. So okay. kind of, yeah. just like you look at him, like, oh, I know this guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. So did you like you meet. did you know each other from Twitter before Pacific Bitcoin connected in person or? I remember reading your bio and you're like, I'm trying to connect all the surfers or something like that in Bitcoin. There's your right. tweet and I'm like, okay, well, that's something I like to do. I like Bitcoin. I like surfers. Yeah. Let's get everybody together and have fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a great thread. I just posted one day. I'm like, I, I want to know like who's a Bitcoiner and who's really into surfing. It's just so for future reference, so I can go through if I'm ever in any part of the world, I can just be like, hit, hit all these people up like, hey, what are you doing? There's waves here. Let's go surf. Maybe I can crash on your couch or something. You know? <laughs> you know? That's great. That, I mean, that's really why yeah. we go to these events, right? To pick up more couches to sleep on? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe that's my intention. But <laughs> As long as you get bored in, bored in there on a couch, you're pretty much good. It'll work. So, so now I got people asking me, hey, where's the swan house? Where's the swan house? I'm like, right. how do people know about this already? It just started. So you guys have only been doing it for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, you know, it's a trial run. We've got a beautiful property that is just uh, west of the main beach here in El Zante. And, um, yeah, it's been a, an amazing experience to experiment, to to be building community, both with, like, with people like Paul, who are experienced Bitcoiners, some clients coming through, some... Uh, employees as well of, of swan and well i know i've been over there, there. Uh, two or three times already to pick up people for podcasts so you, right. like 
How many rooms do they have there? There's like everybody's staying. No, the funny thing is there's only three rooms and there's like three beds per room. (laughs) So we're really getting cozy at the Swan House. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, I have not heard any complaints. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to pop up now on Google Maps, the Swan House there. People are going to, when you guys leave, people are going to be disappointed when they. uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this. We'll see what happens. You know, we're coming up on a bull market. Bull market. It's time to. It's time for right. you guys to purchase something down here. I, I, I think so. I, I'm. I'm all for it, man. Uh, this is like I said, like before while, while we were talking. To me, El Zante is just a beautiful nexus of Bitcoin. Of, well, two of my greatest passions: Bitcoin and surfing. But also, like they they seem to have just a common bonds like the the connection to nature proof of work that's involved in it and there's no better place in my mind to yeah. have a first permanent swan house but that's that's my opinion not, uh, these these are my own opinions not necessarily <laughs> swans so all right Corey, you hear that right. you have that it's he's made a commitment he's put an offer on a place down here so send right. bitcoin <laughs> Um, well, I, I think for, for me too, I mean, that was from the beginning, Bitcoin Beach is obviously Bitcoin and surfing been together. The activities we do in the community have always revolved around surfing. We feel like it's just a great family friendly way to get people out in the sun, exercising, building community together. So you mm-hmm. have the Bitcoin component into it and it does just seem natural. There's uh I've had a lot of people that are not surfers ask me. They're like, "What? What is it with Bitcoin and surfing? Like, it seems like the there's a lot of overlap there." Right. Yeah. I have some like John could talk cosmic hours theories. About that. <laughs> what, what, okay. Let's. Yeah. What, what are your cosmic well, theories? Oh uh, well, on the car ride back from San Salvador, we were kind of postulating that uh, maybe uh, all Bitcoiners are potentially. Um, Atlantean soul soul family. <laughs> so that, if you want to like dive straight into it, so we're like a sea a seafaring you know race who who have you know been drawn together through Bitcoin. But that's you know that's a, a little woo woo for a little I like less. It. I, like it. <laughs> I dig it. Less cosmic. Uh, it's uh, like yeah. Uh, your your, your speech at uh, adopting Bitcoin. I, for some reason, I've never made this like little connection in my brain, but surf culture was once niche and now like everywhere mm-hmm. every, everywhere around the world like they're repping california they you know trying to be like surfers surfer is cool and somehow i think we got to make the bitcoin brand that similar and just like how all around the world I, I only travel for waves that's why i ended up driving through here but bitcoin was like oh perfect but um yeah just as surfers chase waves i think bitcoiners will chase freedom and go to places that are going to be more free yeah, and we see that in Costa Rica where I am now. Like Bitcoiners are coming down, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's happening. And here's yeah. a couple steps ahead. Hundred percent. You look at the amount of development that has happened around the world based on surfing, like that that has put, I mean, Bali, yeah, Bali. Indonesia, <laughs> I mean, places yeah. that were like nobody went to before. I mean, yeah. lots of places in you know in isolated places in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I mean. It doesn't matter how challenging the environment is. If the waves are good, surfers will go there. And so you see, first it's like, you know, people renting them a little place to pitch a tent. And then they build a little hostel. And then they keep 
you know, and then you go 20 years later, there's luxury resorts there that most of surfers can't afford to stay in. But it's, <laughs> right. it's yeah. all the people that come just because they want to be around the surfing. Yeah. Right. And so El Salvador yeah. has followed that. Like they saw that potential with the surf. And early on, we were pitching to them, hey, you can have the same thing with Bitcoin. And it's, a, you know, a, a different crowd. And a lot of them will come here to spend Bitcoin. Like, what better tourists than ones that's motivated to come to, like, spend the, money. the activity that they're looking forward to is spending money at right. your place and the world's best money. So it's, right. uh, I think there are a lot of similarities as far as the development potential that it brings. And the waves here absolutely. are just absolutely world class. I don't tell people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut, cut. Yeah. <laughs> Waves like, are horrible. It's not that great. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're, for, especially they're, not Elzante. Why would WSL have yeah. a contest here? I don't know. <laughs> the waves are the horrible. Out, but Go to Costa Rica. No, 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 no. no, 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 no the waves are ass there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Dominican house, especially. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's like my, that's seriously our, like, conundrum. Like, come to Bitcoin right. Jungle. It's the best. I'm like, <laughs> You know, we got to really share the lineup. Yeah. Like, That's what my son, he's like, Dad, you ruined this place. Like, we used to get. Your son was the reason I came. I remember <laughs> El Zante Gram, Gram, right? Yeah. And yeah, I remember yeah. a few of his posts, like in the beginning days, like, what is going on down there? Oh, waves, Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, then I ended up driving down. Well, again. I'll tell him then that he was the one. Yeah, he was yeah. the one. <laughs> it's hilarious. Right. He's like, ah, oh, we used to be able to get out there by ourselves. Now it's all packed. Yeah. Such trade-offs. Uh, the trade-offs, obviously, and, and, and selfishly, I prefer it to be empty. But as far as the development and the opportunity and everything that's come in, that's much more important than uh, you know me getting a couple more waves. So, um, what do you think's the answer to that, though? Planting fake reef? Yeah, is that... Uh, <laughs> is that a I thing? Like, imagine all the closed-out beaches in the world. Like, if you could mm -hmm. just throw a fake reef on there, then everybody could surf and... Right, right. Anyways, that's There's my There's a lot of people that have designed different ones, but I don't think anybody's made one that actually worked. I saw right. this one, I don't know if it would actually work, but it was innovative. It was actually like a piece of cloth that was tethered to the floor and you put air underneath it. Oh. So it just like what forms this like temporary reef, but then when there's a big storm or something, you okay. can just, you know, take it down. Mm -hmm. And so it could be, it could come and go. I don't know if anybody's actually mm -hmm. implemented it, but yeah, there's, Especially in El Salvador, there's a ton of. If it just had a little bit yeah, of a little reef or something, yeah, yeah. Costa Rica as well. Yeah, but we were trying to get uh, somebody to build a, a wave park here no way. because it's the weather's so nice that you could literally 365 days a year, 24 hours mm -hmm. a day, you could have surfers surfing on it. Yeah. Where mm -hmm. the one like Kelly Slater's and and I got to surf it. Did you? One of the best days of my life. Man. Unbelievable. Kelly's a Bitcoiner. You know that. He I, talked I have to, heard that. He talked to Jack Mahler's on a live. Yeah. I actually just, I was looking at my strike thing the other day, and from a couple of years ago, I saw like my old history of payments, and it was like Mama Rosa and Kelly Slater. I was like, all right, we got to get, yeah. So how was, how was it, Serpent? Uh, it was, well, first of all, it's like. When, so when did you go? Because I had an opportunity to go, but it was like. The, the water was going to be like 55 degrees because it was summer. like in November or December. And I'm yeah. like, I'm too fat and out of shape to put a wetsuit on. And, and especially the, how expensive it was. I was like, yeah. I'm going to kill myself if I, if I fall on one of those waves. So. That's the thing, man. You're just like, so I, I told myself, first wave, I am just going to pump and cruise down the line and make the whole thing just play it out. But no, I got off. I was like, 
barrel. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's a pretty weird feeling on that wave. And I just, like, it was so ugly. It was like kook stance just right over the falls. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, I got to start like six waves only. And then the rest of the time, you're in the lineup just praying. That somebody fall. else falls. Yeah, yeah just right. praying. It was sick. We had like Raymana on the ski, who's just like this legend from Chopu, just like yelling at you, like, get now, go, like trying to help you through like the wave and everything. But it was unbelievable. My, I can't wait to go back. My one buddy who had, because you have to rent out the whole place. Yeah, no, and so, not but, he's, but he's like, if you organize it, then you can strategically put it, you put the. The guys that aren't very good when you're at the secondary Genius. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. He's like, there's this whole strategy to it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm we should, jealous. We should make our, our Slater uh, wave pool list. I, I know exactly who I'd bring now. <laughs> good way to orange pill people. Bring them to, I mean, uh, I mean yeah. Swan. Brings, Swan needs Swan. to. Uh, there yeah. we go. Swan, Salon, Kelly Slater's wave pool. Yes. Corey? Yeah. Yes. That sounds like a great idea. I mean, there's no... And, and I better get an invite. <laughs> <laughs> the two of us. Yeah, right. yes. Andy, too. Yeah. Wow, that'd be sick. It would, yeah. That'd yeah. send a good... Maybe story. lined up with... Where is... It's up north pretty, pretty up, far. Way up north. Lemoore, California. Yeah. Wherever but it's that still is. like driving distance mm -hmm. from... You know, we could drive from Pacific mm -hmm. Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh, Dude, definitely. Yeah. Trip. Yeah. I did, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I literally... I got the call last minute that I could go for free. And for free, I you gotta go for free. Absolutely oh everything. <laughs> what? <Right. laughs> this is like Donovan Frankenreiter Rider too, and some like legends. It's pretty. It's rad. Yeah, because it's intimidating. It's though. Like, I'm just an average surfer. Like, <laughs> I think it's like a hundred grand for yeah, the I day. Think it's something like that. I mean, really? it's yeah. It's yeah. and you can get, yeah, you get how many? How many people business. are out there? 20, 24 slots or twelve slots? Or I forget, but so yeah. well worth it. But I was like, mm. I, if I'm gonna. Spend that kind of money. I'm gonna go when it's warm. Yeah, I gotta wear a wetsuit. So, but right. if they had it in El Salvador, I mean, literally, you could have year-round perfect Just weather. So. Yeah, Kelly, time to build a, a wave park down here in uh, El Salvador. I think the challenge with that is they need a lot of flat land, right? Yeah, so, but there is a lot of flat land over by yeah. like where the airport oh, is. Yeah. All mm, that right. part of the country mm -hmm. is is very flat. I mean, there's a lot of areas that would be perfect and. And people fly in, like the one in California, people fly in from all over the world Yes, that one. It's not, right. and El Salvador is kind of central to everything, so mm -hmm. it would be perfect location. So, Have you seen the Surf Lakes design? It's, Which one is that one? It's an Australian company. Is that the that's, plunger yeah, one? The yeah, plunger yeah, yeah. One. That one looks cool, too. That, so and I think the benefit like of that, you have, more, you have more waves. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy with any of them. So, you know, we, we, we can have the, the Bitcoin Beach Wave Park here. So, Well, let's, you know, keep ushering in hyper-Bitcoinization. Yeah. I'm sure that uh, people Citadels will be including wave pools. I know of one guy already doing that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. so bullish. Yeah, yeah. When, when Bitcoin hits 10 million, I think we can. <laughs> Speaking of Citadels, you have a beautiful city uh, studio here in Home. This, this awesome. is all Andy's creation. He's the, the cool. mastermind behind that. So, yeah, you guys just tell Corey, you, you guys mm -hmm. got to spend more time down here. I mean, you got a studio you can use. Right. You, you, you know, he just has to build a wave park. That's all we're going to Yeah, that's... Well, there's yeah. basically one out there. Is that what... Why did you come to Alzante in the beginning? I don't uh, know if... Actually, yeah, on a surf trip. On a surf trip. Yeah, yeah. I came down here for a week with a buddy. Actually, we surfed the whole time when we were here in um, Sunzal. Okay. And then came back and I was like, all right, I got to buy a place here. So we came back and what year is this? this was 2004 okay. and 
there were, we looked at a couple properties in Sunzal, but the lady was helping us. She had a house here in El Zante, and so mm-hmm. she showed us the house actually that I live in now. And um, I was like, "All right, we'll make an offer." And, yeah. and then they accepted it, and we're like, "This is this is pre Bitcoin, so it was a yeah. problem of how do you get the money down here?" So mm. that was a, a crazy. Me and a buddy went in on the place, and we wound up. We're like, "Okay, well, how do we?" move the money down and the lady's like well i've had somebody before just like wire it to me to my personal account and then i'll like uh, that <laughs> yeah, sounds a little sketchy but but i mean she signed the title yeah but you know we'd been to her house we're like all right we'll just you know we knew it was a risk but we we said it we showed up we're like hopefully she's there she's <laughs> not on a you know vacation in the caribbean with all our right. money but it all went through. And, yes. But now with Bitcoin, it's so much easier, especially, you know, if you find somebody that's willing to accept Bitcoin on the buyer side. And, that, and there's a lot of, there's companies now too that will serve as intermediaries. And uh, yeah, it makes it so much easier. It's amazing all the things right. Bitcoin solves. Yeah. So does the Swan that's, do that? The Swan, uh, I think that's, that's another thing Swan could do is come down here and be liquidity provider for real estate purchases. That's a great idea. Um, there's all kinds of what I love uh, what I've loved about being here is just exploring and, and learning about how open uh, the country is to business like I, like they want they're encouraging growth they're encouraging companies to come in and uh, there's all kinds of opportunities and that's one of the things I'm looking forward to bringing back to LA talking to talking to the leadership about for sure it's just such a positive feeling here like it mm-hmm. you feel like you could do anything and and in the u.s it's like everything's like a reason you can't do it it's exactly it, but here it's like wow well, you know the sky's the limit right did right. you feel like that in 2004 i did to, to some extent i mean i felt like that as far as you know you didn't have all the regulation and rules you know my kids could still ride in the back of the pickup as we went yeah, around little things, as, right? as we were building things you didn't you know you if you kind of dream it up, you could build it. You didn't yeah. have to worry about, you know, crazy permitting process. Yeah. So, um, but at that time you didn't have the optimism and the excitement in the population. Yeah. They were, they were dealing with, you know, extreme poverty, um, having the highest murder rate in the world. How did you deal with that of, fact? I, for, for me, I'm just not a very fearful person. I, it just doesn't, I don't, I don't know. I probably, not healthy i should probably be more fearful than i am i'm exactly the same way (laughs) (laughs) i'm just always one of those people that even when it came to like surfing or snowboarding anything like that i had like very little skill but also no fear so you put those things together and i could do okay that'll do Um, right yeah so i i think the people here were just even then when things were bad the people were just so warm and friendly i mean Hmm. you guys have experienced that now there's just a there's just a openness you feel like they'll help you out if you have a problem i mean if you know here if i get a flat tire suddenly a bunch of people stop to try to help in the u.s you you know you're on your own so it was just a it was a very different feel it was also you know and and just to be completely like open as a as a foreigner you didn't face the same challenges as the locals did there was kind of the sense that you were off limits um, for the gangs, they just didn't mm-hmm. want the Americans had a reputation of fighting back more and mm-hmm. and like causing more problems. And then also, if something did happen to a foreigner, 
the repercussions from the army and the police would be much stiffer. So mm. in general, they kind of left foreigners alone. Uh, so it was it was definitely safer mm. for, for us than it was for the local population. Right. That's I was talking to Matt, who owns the property down next to Wait, where, where we hosted property? the party. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's a beautiful Mateo. property. Yeah, it was absolutely gorgeous. Shout out to Matteo who had the house, and it was it was just finished. Like that was the first event, first activity that they did. I think they were pushing it. to have that ready. Yeah, I was like a little concerned. I was, <laughs> I was here a month ahead of time, and kind of visiting the property. I'm like, interesting. We're going to do it here, huh? <laughs> they uh, they seem to be you know working, but. They pulled not it off. The fastest, they, pull, they pulled it yeah, together. They pulled it together. It was beautiful. But he was saying that telling telling us stories of like coming out of the bar super late at night, miss, missing the bus home, and trying to just like stagger his way back from uh, from San Salvador back to El Zante. And the locals super late at night. They they all just were laughing at him. You know, they're like, "What is what is this gringo doing here?" <laughs> gringo, but he, he never felt like that much in danger. In, yeah. in, in that sense. And you you, you speak perfect Spanish by now, yeah? No, not perfect. Well, for sure. But you do I, speak Spanish. I speak perfect Spanish for somebody who learned uh, in their forties. So, <laughs> uh, my kids, my kids grew up here, so yeah. their Spanish is fluent. They always make fun of me when when I speak, but yeah. I can. I mean, anything I need to convey. I Where's El Zante Grom? El Zante Grom's in school right now. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he goes to school in San Salvador. So he has to get okay. up every day at 4.30 a.m. Wow. So oh. he can leave by 5.30 to get to school. Oh, boy. Yeah. So wow, what a hustle. That's a little bit of a hike for him there. But, but yeah, my kids speak uh, perfect Spanish. In fact, they speak Salvadoran Spanish because we a couple years ago we were traveling somewhere and and my daughter was talking to somebody, and they're like, "You sound like you're from El Salvador," but obviously she didn't look like she's from El Salvador. She's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I am from." Yeah. Here. So it's it's funny they even have the the local accent and lingo. Yeah. With it. How do you say "dude" here? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. It's like in Costa Rica. It's my Mexico way. Way. Yeah, I know Mexico because <laughs> I have a lot of Mexican guys that work yeah. for me, so I'm thinking way, but they don't say that here. It's. Yeah. it's I, I don't. Something. What about sweet? Sweet? <laughs> chivo. Chivo, yeah. Chivo, <laughs> I like yeah. uh <laughs> Although that's been, because of the chivo yeah, wall, yeah, that's been ruined a little bit. Is. So, Yikes. But yeah, Yikes. That, historically, that was, the, that was the, the slang. I remember when they first announced the chivo wallet, everybody was like, wait, what? So it's the goat wallet? What's the? <laughs> chivo means goat, okay. like literally. And, uh, but it was slang for, you know, like cool. And so it was funny when they were like, okay, well, they're doing a goat wallet. All right. <laughs> so, Bitcoin's the goat. Yeah. True. Um, in Costa Rica, the guy who started Bitcoin Jungle, Lee, mm -hmm. he's like this perfect combination of technical, speak Spanish, nice. He's like super kind of, laid back and super laid super back. Super mellow. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I almost feel like this person, this human behind the Bitcoin is just really what, made it take off down there. What do you think it was about you that helped maybe being here since 2004? I think really it was the local team. I mm -hmm. mean, it was, uh, yeah, just having the, 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 the team 
Jorge and Roman and the people from the beginning, just them, them having a trust in the community. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, that people knew that we wanted the community to be successful. We wanted the youth to stay out of the gangs. We mm-hmm. wanted for people to you know, really reach their potential. So I, mm-hmm. I think because of that, when we introduced Bitcoin, it was like, okay, they see this as a helpful tool. Where if we would have just came in and like, Hey, use Bitcoin, use Bitcoin. And been like, who are these scammers and what are they trying to get out of us? Yeah. And so I think that was, at, and the other thing that helped us was just, I'm just too stupid to know that it wouldn't work because, uh, you know, that's what all the, the, if I would have been going to a bunch of Bitcoin conferences before, I would have been talked out of it. Right. Because right. actually, we'll never scale. actually, when I started going to, because I was like, we were already committed. And then I started going to Bitcoin conferences and everybody's like, dude, you're an idiot. Nobody's ever going to use Bitcoin to pay for their coffee. And it's never going to work. And we're just like, oh, well, we're committed now. <laughs> so, we, so we just pushed through. And, and fortunately, Lightning at that time, originally we were doing everything on chain. And then yeah. fees started to go up. And so... We switched to Lightning, and everybody's like, no, Lightning's not ready. It's 18 months out. It's, it's It doesn't work. I'm like, well, I, I don't know. It's working. Like, it, I'm, <laughs> Maybe I'm just too stupid, but it's, we're doing it, and the stores are accepting it. And, yeah. You know, they're cashing out when they need to at the ATM. And so uh, I think that was – I think sometimes if you listen too much to the experts, you'll never actually do anything. So. Yeah, I could see that. A little naivety uh, sometimes helps. Yeah, maybe. The, I love when people come to visit me, I just use Bitcoin like it's nothing. It just blows their mind touching, seeing it like that and trading it for coffee. <laughs> and Twitter always loves that too. That meme That's is like right. ingrained in us. Like <laughs> You'll never do that never. for coffee. Um, but also I'm wondering, you know, because the rabbit hole is deep, but just simply accepting Bitcoin and using it as money, that's like almost more of a learning process or just like a different... Because like at the market in Costa Rica, maybe they don't all learn why Bitcoin, why Bitcoin, why Bitcoin, but just the first touch point of people coming and wanting to spend it and trading it. And um, I don't know. I feel like that's a really big education right there. And I kind of wonder as Bitcoin scales, like how much will we even know? Well, I think it's important. I think that is important for that to be somebody's first touch point or one of their first touch points. Because if you if you try to explain everything to them beforehand, yeah. they psych themselves out. Like, oh, yeah. this is too complicated. Right. But if you just do a transaction with them, they're like, oh, that's easy. Mm-hmm. And then they become interested in, okay, wait, mm-hmm. how does this actually work? And yeah. why is yeah. there value to it? And how is that? Why does the price go up and down? So really it's getting some Bitcoin in people's hands and having them do a few transactions and then letting them be the one that like comes to you rather than right. you trying to be like, Hey, you need to listen to this and you need to do this. And so, yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a huge thing that's fascinating to me about wondering about the question of Bitcoin adoption, right? We just had the, the adopting Bitcoin conference. Swan's mission is to create 10 million new Bitcoiners in the U S right? So wondering like what is the best way to advance bitcoin adoption and most of what you see going on in bitcoin twitter and a lot of different projects and apps or like uh proper design um user interface and and everything like that and then and then proper information like getting all the logic right 
having podcasts where they're diving deep into, into the tech layers. Um, but and, most and people so are like, never going to be interested in that stuff. Exactly. Most people, they're yeah. like my wife. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I'm not a Bitcoin. I'm like, you've made literally hundreds of Bitcoin transactions. <laughs> right. She's like, yeah, but I don't really care about that stuff. I'm like, yeah, but you have actually used Bitcoin more than most people that go to all the conferences. A lot of them don't ever actually right? use it. Like you're actually using it. You understand the the technical challenges, the you know, and why it actually winds up being the easiest way she doesn't do it because it's ideological she does it because it's just easiest mm -hmm. and so i think right. that's what we're going to see more of yeah the convenience is yeah everything and yeah in costa rica um I'm not, you saw that we made like a local off-ramp and on-ramp yeah yeah and that's huge now because it's like i'll just tell a quick story because i thought it was cool um i needed a board to rent at the beach and in Costa, Rica. I, in Costa Rica, I was like, yo, we're friends. I'll pay you in Bitcoin. Just download this app, make a username. Okay, boom, paid him. And then his friend, and then I showed him um, how to cash out, right? In case he wanted to. And then that day, his friend went and orange pilled <laughs> this lobster guy, lo lobster restaurant without like anything. It was amazing. <laughs> Just because they do have the option now to change it between fiat and Bitcoin, which is pretty huge. Because right. everybody in Costa Rica has a phone number that's linked to their bank accounts. And that also means for us Bitcoiners that we can just download Bitcoin Jungle on whatever SIM card and then uh, do <laughs> just like I've bought gas with Bitcoin, any taxi driver, and you can always show them how it works too. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yeah, we need an army down there too. Yeah. No, right. and that's, and that's, you know, I'll get in not arguments, but discussions with people because there's people that say, like, ah, oh, we shouldn't have on-ramp, you know, those type of off-ramps. We should keep, you know, it should be a, a closed system to really be a circular Bitcoin economy. And, mm -hmm. and I agree in the long run, but what we found in the short run, in order to get people interested in accepting Bitcoin, they have to know that they can get out. Because in their mind, fiat is still mm -hmm. real money. Yeah. So they have to be able to convert to real money. But then over time, they start realizing, wait, the fiat's not real money. The Bitcoin's real money. Yes. And so it, it is, but if they didn't have the, those off-ramp options, they wouldn't have been willing to accept it to begin with. So exactly. I, I think that's one thing I always stress with Bitcoiners, like, no, it's important there be ATMs. It's important to be banking rails. All these things are important because otherwise, if they do accept it, the first chance they get, they're going to sell it. Mm -hmm. But if they know, hey, I can sell it tomorrow, I can sell it the next day, then they're like, no, wait. It's like over time, it's going up in value versus the dollar. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I'll hang in there. Have you seen changes in individuals? That was the first, like, most eye-opening thing for us as we were doing programs with the youth early days. And saving had never been like a cultural thing here it was and you talk to people about the importance of deferred gratification saving accumulating capital start business and the response was always like we just don't make enough money there's you know it's impossible to save here and and it that seems reasonable i mean the salaries are very low and the cost of living is is not that much you know lower than the u.s for a lot of like food items and basic things like that you know mm -hmm. most of that stuff's like international market and so um i thought oh maybe that's the case but we saw when we started paying them in bitcoin it switched something in their mind because they're like hmm. uh, i think bitcoin is going up 
you know, to this level in the next year. So if I spend it now, if I wait, I can buy two of these in the future or three. And so they start, that takes them down the rabbit hole of starting wondering what, what is actually money? And they start thinking about those things. And it, it really, you know, they say, you know, it's, it's kind of a cliche, but they say like, you don't change Bitcoin, Bitcoin changes you. But it's, it's true, like we've seen it happen yeah. here. And so that's what makes me so excited about the Bitcoin project, the Bitcoin Beach, and what we're doing is seeing the way that it impacts lives. And that's why we spend so much time now focusing on all these other circular economies around the world, because it's just so exciting to see people come out of poverty and real like economic development happen. I mean, there's been, right. you know, for for decades, for centuries, there's been groups trying to do economic development around the world. And well, you were one of the, you were a missionary, or you still are, like... Yeah, you yeah. Were, we came down here working with, with different missionaries, and so, yeah, from the beginning, that was very critical to what we were doing. But I saw such a mixed impact of, like, dependency created in certain communities mm -hmm. and weird distortion of and unhealthy ways of the economic realities. Of, and so I was always kind of like wrestling, like, hey, we feel called to help these people in dire circumstances, but we need to make sure we're actually like benefiting them long-term. Mm -hmm. And so when we switched to using Bitcoin, it just kind of changed all of that incentive structure. And we saw for the first time them having this sense of, well, hey, I can like do this and I can start a business and I can mm -hmm. save for the first time. And so that's what's so exciting is to see, you know, Bitcoin being adopted around the world and these places that all these different aid groups have, you know, poured into and haven't right. really changed. You look at a place like Haiti, it has like the it's highest. so much money uh, into it. Right. I think it has the highest aid per capita in the world and it's like one of the poorest countries because right. it's just not bringing change. So I'm very bullish on the long-term impact of economic development using Bitcoin. Because of the way it changes the brain at the very start. Because, right. because that is the most crucial thing. It's yeah. not just people aren't poor because of lack of resources usually. It, it, it's the education. It's the mindset. It's the way they view the world. And so mm -hmm. when you give people the feeling like, wow, I can actually do this and they – Put themselves out there they start deferring gratification and saving it, it just it has this ripple effect which yeah. you guys see in el salvador i mean you see all the yeah. booming building everywhere yeah, that's crazy economy <laughs> that's like roaring as the rest of the world's like kind of teetering on, mm -hmm. on recession things are booming here i mean it's right. just a it's just a different feel it's palatable you can feel like the excitement in the air absolutely yeah it's it, it's so refreshing to be in an environment where you have that like possibility that where you can think about an idea of some like we were saying earlier something to do yeah whether it's business and and actually see a legitimate path where you can make it happen right away uh yeah. whereas there's uh there's this lingering sense in the west where you just have this like a, appearance of cultural decay and and uh a lot of ho hopelessness, homelessness rampant in so, so many of the cities. Uh, but obviously you have enclaves of growth and, and everything. But I think places, the, but just the overall sense of what's possible, that's the thing that I think is different yeah. here. Because I mean, we see people, 
you know, coming from Europe, from Australia, and, you know, you talk to them, they're like, I just don't feel like there's, like, any future. And they're like, well, you're coming from Spain or Italy. Those are, like, developed countries. Do you think mm -hmm. there'd be more opportunity there? They're like, no, it just feels like there's way more opportunity here in El Salvador. Right. And a sense of, like, anything's possible. So it's almost like this is, like, the new West that everybody's mm -hmm. kind of rushing to. So it's fun. It's a fun place to be in the yeah. middle of. That's for sure. The so, waves help too. Yeah, the waves, the waves don't <laughs> just hurt. Just like, you know, like a hot. <laughs> right. So I'm curious for for you, Paul. What what you see is kind of similar to Costa Rica, and what what things are different. I've actually never been to Costa Rica. Really? I'm going to the. I'm going to speak at the Freedom Festival in, in January. So yeah, January 18th to 20th is going to be an interesting festival. Yeah, Definitely so if you guys are out there, outdoors. make sure you uh, get your tickets to the yes. festival. 100%. Uh, well, yeah. I'll just tell one story that is kind of why I brought up the question about changing people's. I actually caught a little glance of this Bitcoin balance on, uh, you know, at the market. And I was like, wow, they're stacking. And you just wonder, like, if they would have done that with fiat. It's probably, and the answer is probably no. So. Yeah. It's fascinating to see that happen. And I know a restaurant has stacked a whole coin, and <laughs> which is wild. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, but in terms of low, so it, Bitcoin Jungle, it, it is more focused on um, Bitcoin tourism at first. But now with this local off ramp, I'm hoping that to plant more seeds within like the locals, and you know, instead of just like these restaurants and whatnot. And yeah, that we'll has see. to have helped with local adoption just have 100 percent. just haven't been back for like yeah. i think it, it pretty much we just started that like maybe a month when i was there i was just telling everybody <laughs> but then well, i, I took off I, I saw paul uh, not paul uh why am i blanking lee yeah I saw lee at uh, uh there was a thing that hrf did in um, nashville that's right so lee was telling us about this i was like that was amazing it's how so were you badass. able to pull that off and how well, we're not that, making any money on it or anything yeah but i mean just <laughs> just the fact that they're able to like that the banking system hasn't locked them out that the government has locked them out that they've like made it work i was just like wow this is amazing it's so cool and then talking to francis about it and he said the same thing like yeah we're losing money on every transaction but it's increasing bitcoin <laughs> and, uh, awareness and adoption exactly so, so yeah come down and uh plug our Circular economy, circular. It's becoming more circular by the day. Yeah. And it's, it's so cool, like everybody lives there because there's Bitcoin propaganda and it's just questions and, you know, little touch points that just help and send the signal to everybody that this is possible, that this is a thing and, and hopefully it'll be more of a thing around the world. Yeah. No, I, it, the, when you, like, you did the, the air quotes of Bitcoin circular economy because you do get criticisms on that like well it's not truly circular because mm -hmm. it's leaving at some point and you know that's true but it's a it's a process like in Such every stage you're you're like closing the loop a little bit yeah. more and like yes i ask i ask a lot of people like yo what do you guys do with this <laughs> it's like well sometimes i use it and mostly they say they use it to save and then sometimes they'll bu go buy stuff with it yeah say <laughs> that's awesome that's a little circle a little closing of the and loop then right there. when we get into the next bull market their employees are going to start requesting yep. you know more of them will request to be paid in bitcoin mm -hmm. and i don't know if you saw the announcement that uh galloway made but they yeah the, the second biggest distributor i think in central america like just like 
they're actually incentivizing all of their so stores to pay in Bitcoin, giving them a 5% discount if they pay in Bitcoin, which no is, is huge. I actually didn't catch that last part. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So so the, the company itself, not Galloway, the company itself is the one giving the discount because they said for them, it solves this huge logistical problem because yeah, of all these mom and pop stores, most of them don't have bank accounts. So they mm-hmm. all paid the drivers in cash. So then you have the drivers, you know, the accounting of that, the security issues, the all the different things. They're able to just bypass that. And mm-hmm. and plus, you know, I'm sure the drivers a lot of times were like waiting. And they got to get change for the people and it slows them down. Convenience yeah. is going to help oh, yeah. this happen big time. So now that the stores are going to be like, no, please pay me in Bitcoin because wow. I get a 5% discount if yeah. I pay my bill in Bitcoin. So you're going to see, I mean, I think long term, this is going to be huge for actually making it genuine circular economy yeah i mean don't you think that place i mean this is a big idea but couldn't like companies like walmart or in the future or amazon even offer like a discount for lightning because it's final it's in a way it's final they say i mean it it's final and the fees they save from the credit card companies like it's it's a no-brainer. It's coming. It's just a matter, you know, these Why? things take... Yeah. <laughs> I think, it just seems so obvious. I think for them, like, there needs to be enough people. It's kind of a chicken and the egg type yeah, thing. Yeah. There needs That's to be enough people about. wanting to use yeah. that method to if make it worthwhile for them to add. In a, yeah. yeah. But longer term, yeah, I would not want to be Visa or MasterCard because they are going to be pushed out of the picture. It's just... Yeah. There's also the fact that most of these corporations are not necessarily running based on like as a normal profitable company off of PL. they're usually making money off of debt creation that's the way that our fiat system works right yeah. and the finance guys can break all that down but <laughs> like that's that's kind of what we're after kind of shooting getting that dragon at the heart with bitcoin right? yeah but I think longer term, just because it it just works so much better, mm-hmm. like that is going to be what pushes companies to adopt the Bitcoin standard. It's not going to be an ideolo- ideological <laughs> thing. It's not going right. to be because they're freedom yeah. loving. It's going to be like, oh, this just makes more sense and it works better. And and the credit card companies have basically been like extorting us for you know all this time and so sure. it's they're just really rent seekers in that system and so they'll get rid of that and it'll allow them to bring prices down and, and everybody benefits so it'll see like a societal benefit from that because I, I know as a business owner in the u.s like you have to take credit cards because that's people but you know I, we wind up paying probably about four percent so i think last year we paid like I don't know, forty or fifty thousand dollars in credit card fees. Like, I have to raise my prices on food items to <laughs> yeah. to for everybody. So those are always passed on to the customer. So mm-hmm. really, the credit card companies are just rent seekers that everybody's paying for. So right. if we can make them go away and make it happen, the the system operate more efficient. And it's not only that; you have to wait usually at least two days for for settlement and then you get these chargebacks that uh, it's a nightmare so bitcoin is just going to solve all of those issues 
And the best part is it's starting like in the smaller businesses first, like what mm-hmm. you guys are seeing in Costa Rica. It's yeah. the small businesses that are getting on board first. So I love that. Yeah, and they got to taste their first little bullishness, yeah, which is mm-hmm. interesting, which will change minds like we were talking about. Well, I th- I think it's going to be insane here in El Salvador when we have the the bull cycle really kick in yeah. because all these people now at least know people that can help them onboard them. Most of them have yes. their own wallets set the up. Seeds at some are point. so planted. They have all of this, and so it's. Because a lot of times that's a hurdle, just the, the technical aspect of figuring out how do you actually buy Bitcoin. It's confusing. I talked to a lot of like smart people in the U.S. and they're just like, uh, it's it's not that hard to do. Obviously, they can just go to Swan and Swan makes it easy. But it's it, there's a sense in their mind that like, oh, yeah, but I don't know. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Here, they already have it all. So they're just going to be like, oh, wait, no, pay me in Bitcoin because... I think Bitcoin is going up against the dollar and Mm -hmm. it's going to be wild. So I I think people are way underestimating how big an impact we're going to see in the next couple of years. So, so, so if if, if Swan's going to buy a house down here, they better buy it soon because I think it's, uh, well, already, I mean, I was speaking to some of the property owners here who bought like two years ago and they're like, really glad I did that. Because apparently, I, I heard that El Zante is one of the most expensive parts of the country now. It's probably the most expensive part of the country, I would guess, yeah. El Zante. It's, yeah, uh, it's like the Malibu yeah. of, of uh, I mean, it, El Zante. It has obviously all the natural beauty, all the you know good waves, mm-hmm. but on top of that, because it was the center of Bitcoin Beach and everything here, the Bitcoiners all want to be here. So you have, right. and, they, and with the Bitcoin story, there was all this, Press coverage, you know, sixty Most minutes and Bloomberg, right, and right. but but even the FUD articles had beautiful pictures of the beaches. Oh, yeah. So like everybody, maybe they're even not Bitcoiners, but they saw El Zante because of a Bitcoin-related story and yeah. wanted to come there. So oh, yeah. it's become like the the hot spot. What do you say to the people that are like, oh, it's Joe's like, yeah, it's the most expensive place, and then what do you say to the people that are all, ah, oh, gentrification. Mm. I. I think it's. I, I think we should acknowledge that that there are downsides with development. But one of the things in in El Zante is most of the prime properties was never owned by locals. It was always there was always vacation homes. It was so it's not like foreigners are coming in and and replacing locals. It's foreigners are buying homes from wealthy Salvadorans from the capital city. So I, I don't feel too bad about that. But we have, like us as a project, we've wanted to make sure that the locals don't get pushed out, that they benefit from the growth here. And so we've partnered with New Stories, a, a housing nonprofit. And we did like the first was like a pilot of eight homes and that, that the um, locals could, they have, we, we think it's important that people pay some because if when you, get something for free you don't value it so the idea is to to do something at cost it winds up being actually below cost but with interest free and extend mortgages to the people here and allow them to pay in bitcoin so there's uh we did the first eight homes and then there's another 122 homes going in right now and they will actually be paying i think it winds up being like 50 dollars equivalent a month in bitcoin for 12 years but they own 
houses in El Zante mm. with cool. deeds, mm. titles. They're building equity from the get-go. And so for that's been important to us to make sure, like, hey, as development comes in, let's make sure the locals are the ones that are mm. benefiting. Yeah, that's great. And it's the first, I think, widespread um, Bitcoin mortgage payment system. And it was done not like because, oh, this will, you know, look cool if we're doing it on Bitcoin. It was Just actually functional. Yeah. It was the new story. It said that in the past when they were trying to have these long-term mortgages, they actually had to have somebody you know, full-time in the community for like 12 years just collecting these small payments. And so it was a huge amount of overhead just to do the payment collection because none of the people are banked and most of them don't have cars. So the only way to really collect was to have somebody like actually in the community doing it. Now all these people can just zap it right from their wallet. <laughs> There's a lightning payment. Obviously, we don't denominate the mortgage in Bitcoin because we don't want them to be punished when that goes on a run. So it's denominated in dollars, but then they send the equivalent in sats at, at mm -hmm. the time of payment. And so it's they have a record. They can show that they, they made the payment. And so it, it works super smooth. Cool. So, yeah, that's uh, I think. I think it's we should always be aware of, of you know, anytime there's change that comes that there's going to be good and bad aspects, but we want to make mm -hmm. sure that that the locals would benefit the most from the and just the local businesses that are being created, the you know the the jobs that yeah. are paying significantly more than they have in the past, and I mean sure I'm I'm too like fat and old now to catch waves because there's all these new surf you know surfers mm -hmm. coming in. Uh, Get it, but but other than that, I, I think it's uh, hasn't changed too much. Um, you know, as far as the the sense of community feel here. Nice. I, I got to know. Have you caught a wave like from Punta Roca all the way to the pier? You know, what? I have that never work? surfed Punta Roca. No way. Never. What? Why? Just because too many people? I've been like a few times, mm -hmm. and every time I've been there, it was been blown out. But it's. I, you know, you no get way. older, you get lazy, and there's good waves out front. And so yeah, to, to not have to get in the car and go anywhere, Punta Mongo is my favorite wave. So I, and we have a place down there. So I, I surf Punta Mongo quite a bit. But I hard to explore one yeah, day. Yeah. But, but uh, it is embarrassing that I haven't surfed Punta Roca because it is definitely a world class wave. My son has surfed it, of course. But uh, yeah, I need to, I'll have to go out there next time you guys go. We'll be back. Swan There's some footage of uh, Paul ripping on a. Oh, you too. Yeah, we brought our. At Punta Roca? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got nice. our GoPro, so it's like POV footage <laughs> <laughs> charging these uh, these rides. How big was it? It was decent, um, like six foot. Okay. Yeah. Have you, surfed, have you served Punta Mango? I have, but I didn't score it. Uh, okay, yeah, I've it's, seen. A little, it can be well, fickle. I don't know if we want to talk about it. It's, uh, <laughs> well, it's kind of out of the bag at this point. So, yeah, but when it's firing, it is. But it's. it's it doesn't too. handle a super big crowd. It, yeah. When it gets crowded, it gets yeah. It's not so much fun. Yeah, and it's just right. so abundant. Rights film, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Too bad you're goofy, but you don't seem to care. No way. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the land of rights, and I've I've been like loving it just working on my backside turns and bottom bottom turns but i mean this is a, we're blowing all the secrets but there <laughs> happens to be a really good left here in ozante that yeah 
Andy and I pretty much have settled. surfed every morning since <laughs> Well, it's funny because I'm regular foot, but the left's usually what I surf when yeah. I go out because yeah. it's it's right in front of my house and it's uh, yeah yeah I love it and it's so much fun and it's it's like I think the left especially on that peak the left's better it's more I mean it's just fast down the line Crazy, and, yeah yeah it's yeah. super fun yeah when I first came down here I swore to myself I wouldn't go left but I ended up going left on that wave okay <laughs> there you go when it's really big that right's fun especially if you take it all the way out from the reef and connects all the way through no to way. the point, almost to this mm-hmm. place. And so you can catch it all the way Blake through. said, our other buddy, Blake, who's down here, he said he caught one today that up at the point in the river, or uh-huh. at the river mouth and rode it all the way into the bay. Yeah, yeah, you can get those. Uh, what they have a name for that? What do they call it, man? It's called a Royale. The Royale. The Royale. Yeah. And if you get a cover up, it's a Royale with cheese. <laughs> Royale with cheese? Yeah. I like Con queso. <laughs> I like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, there's. I was surprised too. There's like good barrel section on the right. Like, yeah, it when it gets over a certain size, it the it doesn't hand. It gets right. Yeah, yeah it it uh, it can even look like decent, but there's so much water moving around that I think Ant, mm-hmm. didn't didn't you break your board last time you went out or was that yeah I folded it like like three spots. places so, right yeah I broke mine yeah the other day too. However, a nice Bitcoiner brought me a new one nice. and i had this exchange he was in north carolina and it, because of bitcoin he's like oh i'll do this for you and oh, that's wow. sweet. great great community so i'm stoked about that yeah that that i wish we had a picture of your board to put up here but it seb showed me like it was like in four places that it broke I was seriously like, what in yeah. the world that's weird. did you do yeah i don't know it was scary uh, yeah, never done that those the inside um Especially at low tide, the the insides. You get caught in that washing yeah. machine there, and just you got it. You got to paddle one side or the other. If you, mm-hmm. you think you can make it out, but every time you're about, another set comes. In. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, ruin your day. Yeah. Thankfully, the I made have made pretty good friends with the board repair guy here, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's is very reasonably priced, basically. He charged me fifty bucks just to fix a broken, completely, like buckled in. It wasn't board. too heavy afterwards. Yeah, got a little more heft, little but heft. that'll be. It's all right. I'll be able to power through the section better <laughs> with that. <laughs> so, are you going to make El Zante home, or uh, what? What What do we need to do to make this a uh, permanent Swan House down here? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I I think that what. Um, I think big picture, what you were kind of describing with the way, how you, your con- contribution to the community here was what initially made people open to the idea of Bitcoin, right? It wasn't like laying out the, the logical presuppositions for... It wasn't talking about mining and the mining process. Yeah, like hard money, and, yeah. you know, this kind of stuff. So... Uh, I think with what we're able to do as a Bitcoin community, it's very unique. We're, we're able to, we have this tremendous network of relationships, like we just mentioned, the community, and uh, you can call that the social layer of Bitcoin, right? Where it's we as people who are using the Bitcoin network and um, 
rely on it for storing our wealth. We're also connecting with each other because what do you use money for? You buy goods and services from yeah. other people, right? So like the more we're able to connect and deepen those relationships within, uh, within our community, and, it, and it's not gonna happen with everyone, like not friend, definitely not friends with all Bitcoiners, that's for sure. <laughs> but you know, we have these like, you have your tribe within the greater community. And I think what, what Corey sees and what, what Swan is trying to do in general is like really contribute. That's pretty much what their marketing campaign has been up, up until this point, or our marketing has been is to contribute to the community, contribute really good, high quality Bitcoin education. But like, as we've pointed out, the education points uh, as, as logical and as truthful as they might be, are, they're not always the most attractive things to, to push someone over the edge in terms of like actually coming to use Bitcoin and see its importance. So uh, all to say, I, I think that cultivating strong Bitcoin communities uh, and contributing to grassroots uh, circular Bitcoin adoption um, operations like Bitcoin Beach and Berlin uh, and Bitcoin Jungle and so many others that are popping up throughout the world, that has tremendous power. Uh, also just regular meetups all around the world that are, that, are, that are popping up. That's been a huge passion of mine just to like help curate events and, and help people get together uh, because those it's are amazing how much people appreciate and love that like when when chimera came to me it's like hey we need to do monthly meetups here i was like right um and we can maybe do one but then people will probably like be you know tired of it but no yeah. it's like every month it gets bigger and more yeah. people show up and it's, it's yeah we, palo verde was like packed oh yeah i was yeah i think we were past uh, capacity there <laughs> if we were in the u.s the fire marshal would have shut us down right? so yeah it was awesome uh and that's so that's what it, when you're in a group like that it's electric if someone's new they're like what are what are all these people interested what is what is going on here why are it's they like, all so <laughs> happy and excited and what is this magic, weird internet money? Yeah. Is, is like cult members or something <laughs> like that? Yeah, when I was, I mean, I was a closeted, like, pretty much maxi for, like, a couple of years. And never, I say closeted because I never sought out one Bitcoin meetup or anybody like-minded. And just when I, so my first time I did that was when I drove through here from California for the, and I timed it perfectly on purpose with the uh, first Bitcoin conference. And then just being out there surfing, I finally got to meet some Bitcoiners. I was kind of nervous. But then they gave me a free tomahawk. I was like, oh, wow, that's, uh, I listened to this guy for podcasts for years. And I could just go walk up to him and talk to him and ask him my questions. It's like, wait, what? Such a cool community. So if you're out there Absolutely. and you haven't sought out like-minded people, send it. <laughs> it's a great yeah. decision. Changed my life. 100%. Yeah. And that's, that's what is, I mean... Yeah, we can go on and on about all these benefits of being connected to the Bitcoin community. Yeah. But one of them is the fact that like we are trying to lift each other up. Like the more um like the more eyeballs that Paul has on his Instagram <laughs> TikTok, like the more influence he has to to share about Bitcoin to, to other people and and or just to be an example to other to others and as like 
someone living a free life and a beautiful, quality, uh, healthy uh, lifestyle that's empowered by Bitcoin. And and it's it's like, what is? We're not we're not really with Bitcoin. We're not selling like money. People yeah. use money. Uh, we're selling freedom, right? And then it's up to people what they want that to create their life to look like with with all of that freedom. So that's so, so your job is basically uh, you just get to go set up these funds. You uh, try to figure out your and, job. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how Everyone's to get it. Everyone's trying to figure out my job. I'm trying to figure out how to get you fired and steal your job from you. I'm a people yeah, person, yeah. right? I, I help people now. It's like I come like here, office. I hang out at the Swan House. <laughs> No, I, I I know enough to know that uh, you know that's the the five percent we see. It's the other ninety five percent that deals with all the problems that make it all happen. So, yeah, yeah, it's a labor of love, but yeah. that's uh, it's a, an absolute pleasure for me to combine like my passion for bringing people together plus Bitcoin and surfing. And for the for the past like couple months, that's been super very special. Uh, and especially, you know, surfing swans. That was pretty fun, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were super thankful for you guys for, for sponsoring the events. Uh, after adopting Bitcoin, we always have, like, a Bitcoin week here. So you right. sponsored the, the meetup. You sponsored the, the swim race and all the other activities that we mm -hmm. had. To, I don't know. Do we have uh, do we have any pictures of the swan uh, surf? Uh, I think it's in this one overall. Uh, yeah, so this was... So this was the swim event. Right. Those guys, I mean, how do you swim 5K, man? Five kilometers. Some 3K. Kilometers. I know, it's insane. And then while they were swimming, we, we did the hard work of uh, pumping <laughs> up the swans to, uh, to go for a competition. So we, had, we separated into groups. We, we had a few different key metrics. The size of the wave. Number of people on the wave. Number of people on the yeah. wave. Like that's why so we that, got the dub there. Yeah, I mean, we were not blessed wave. with big waves like we are right well, now. Well, the right? the, the year event. before the waves were huge. Seriously? They would have been just oh, that would have been epic, man. I would have been thing. so down. <laughs> the year before we had uh, like for the swim race, there was like three people that had to get rescued, like as wow. they were trying to go out in the lineup. <laughs> they, like got like smashed into Yikes. the rocks. I and, think even yeah. even that day, boat got flipped over and, oh, yeah? and it was like struggling out there the engine got oh really yeah 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 it can uh, there's a lot of water that's moving out there so i, I was glad that it was smaller because when it's that big and you got all those swimmers out there i'm, I'm always just like yeah everybody makes it back and uh, everybody like, wants to come in there and surf too it's yeah like, mm, yeah it's smaller so but i'm i'm uh, bummed that i missed the the swan surf contest the next year yeah it's a big hit Dude, yeah. We had some local local kiddos joining in too. It was great. Team UU. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's if it's big next year, we'll have to do toe in on those swans. We'll have them towed so in. So yeah, we got to beat those. We got to yeah. yeah. call up Joe B and figure out how he does it. <laughs> I happen to know the the, the <laughs> owner of the company who makes those swans. Uh, uh, we can. Yeah, tell Shout me to, to make make the right. uh, you gotta make extra. special like towable, yeah. surfable swans. It can happen. A little, little extra thickness on. We the, actually uh, the do plastic. have a fifteen foot tall swan. Uh, that, <laughs> that, that might be, be interesting. To... 
to do. That would be we'll epic. We'll we'll just see. on a Bitcoin B too. That'd be a nice little attention grab. Yeah. For normies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just do a little toe in on an eight foot day on one of those. Right. <laughs> right. Sign me up. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, I was like, that's. Uh, so I don't know. This is just an example of uh, how how like just having fun (laughs) like having a good time going going to the beach and goofing off with your friends for for some reason that 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 activity in and of itself can like help promote bitcoin adoption how beautiful is that right yeah no people are like wow i want whatever they're having i want that (laughs) so being here in el salvador do you have any sense of like Maybe I should move here instead of Costa Rica, or do you feel pretty much like Costa Rica is where it's at for you? Um, if Costa Rica does something crazy, or like, because now we know this is freedom country. Yeah. We're kind of in gray area in Costa Rica. So if they cross some line or something, yeah, I'm out mm-hmm. to El Salvador, I'm back. We'll see. All right. Well, I, I mean, you know, we're, we're, all we're, we're excited about what's happening in Costa Rica, so we yeah. don't want to poach you. But, uh, <laughs> right. So, and I don't need another good surfer here. (laughs) Come visit once more. Yeah, yeah. So is there anything we haven't talked about that we need to, to, did we miss anything? Uh, Other than what an amazing job and how much, how hard you're working here. uh, (laughs) Corey's listening. Um, Well, I just wanted to say, well, another uh, shout out to the Bitcoin Freedom Festival. I'm really looking forward to attending that. It's going to be amazing. What were the dates again? Yeah, so it's January 18th to the 20th. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to be at maybe a little minor citadel, if you want to call it that. A guy, a Bitcoiner, awesome guy. Uh, hope if you go get to listen to him speak, mm-hmm. it's like the topic we nerd out about the most, like the philosophy and like spirituality of Bitcoin. <laughs> this yeah. guy's great listening to him speak. And if you scroll down there, there's it's going to be more than just a normal Bitcoin event. It's very kid-friendly. Uh, we're gonna go go to the market and drop sats around for like great organic food. The food down there, the fruits, unbelievable. Um, we'll go to the beach, it's like a holistic treatments hub, plant medicine. It might get weird out there, mm-hmm. um, and we'll just have a good time. So, yeah, come cruise through January 18th to the 20th. Load up your lightning wallets, and you really don't have to spend with the sin pay off ramp. You really don't need fiat that yeah. often. No, I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there. I'm speaking. So Sweet. I'll uh, be my first time in Costa Rica. It's weird. It's wow. the only place in Central so America close. I haven't been. Wow. Yeah. I've been to almost everywhere in South America and Central America, but Costa Rica, I, I don't know. It just never. Well, it's called you finally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a vortex down there. I wonder if any of y'all that come will stay. So so people can, can buy their tickets with Bitcoin yeah, from the website? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's very reasonably so, priced, too. Make, make sure uh, you get your tickets. There's a ferry that goes from El Salvador to Costa Rica. Beach. Seriously? Really? No. Yeah, leaves it, La Union. Huh? It Wait, just, where does it drop uh, you off? Just, Paco or? Punta um, Oh, not bad. It just recently hmm. launched. Are they doing people yet? Because originally it was just cargo. People in, in their cars. Really? Okay, you can. Okay, so... So, that's cool. That's so, fast. So, you, so, so if you go to Freedom Fest and then yeah, you can you uh, take the ferry to El Salvador <laughs> afterwards. Huh. Yeah. Um, and then did, have you guys announced the dates for Pacific Bitcoin for next year yet? Uh, I think we're locking them out. 
we're locking them down down but uh it's going to be i think early november okay next similar next year. To, yep. to this year yeah similar time of year fall just make sure it doesn't overlap with adopting bitcoin yeah exactly that's what we're working out make sure it's there's it's so many dang conferences not, now yeah yeah. We just went on a world tour. I just we started in Pacific Bitcoin, went to Bali for Bitcoin Indonesia. Then we went oh, to did Nost- you go to Bali? Yeah, they went to Nostrasia and then came back here for adopting. So good excuse yeah. to get away from the peak rainy season yeah. in Costa Rica. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to be there for that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went to, uh, a couple weeks ago. Was in Lugano for the Plan B oh, conference, nice. and it was it was amazing. I, I didn't expect it to be so like legit Bitcoin yeah. like only focused. So it was uh, love it was to a see it conference. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and Lugano, they've started like this circular, the startings of a circular Bitcoin economy. I mean, they have all these stores now that are accepting Bitcoin and it was, it was, it was, it was amazing to see. And it was funny because you see some of the same problems that we've had here. We bought, I bought something one day from the store and it, like the owner was there and it worked fine. The next day I went and they're like, no, we're not ready yet. I'm like, I just bought something yesterday. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin. He's like, yeah, but that was the owner, and I don't know how to use it. So, <laughs> right. so it's the same kind of teething pains, but yeah. once they, they get it, it, it just works better than anything else. Right. So was this a, was this specific Bitcoin? Yeah, what are we looking this, at here? This is, the, this is a promo video. I had my friend Jordan, um, Jay Willia on Twitter. Shout out to Jordan. He's an amazing guy. Really great surfer, too. He's a Virginia boy out shooting on the East Coast. And he joined us for the, the entire week. We hosted a proof of work workout uh, first before any of the events um, where we did surfing, did a beach workout. Paul led the surfing. And then yeah, we had a mining industry day. Um, and it's just going through a lot of the highlights. Okay. VIP party at the bungalow, you know. This, it's basically the way to, I think the best way to describe it is just a big party. <laughs> like a, it's a festival in and of itself. It's, well, that's where I met Paul right. out on the basketball court <laughs> afterwards. Mm-hmm. I love having something to do, man. I was dying in like yeah. a couple of those conferences. Like it's good to go wiggle and yeah, run around. Exactly. And like, yeah. There's only like how many, uh, you know, how many Bitcoin talks can you really listen yeah. to, right? Sometimes, uh, for for me personally, the most valuable experience of these events is like connecting with other people, expanding your network. Uh, but then, to me, as as a man, especially the way that you connect with other with other guys, with other people in general, is usually by doing things, by yeah. like doing activities together. Like if you're sitting down, like having coffee. You know, okay, what's next, you know? <laughs> so we tried to incorporate, you know, getting, getting out there on the beach, going and doing, uh, surfing, working, working out, doing some yoga. Um, and then hopefully we're, we're definitely going to do more of that next year. Maybe nice. do a Kelly Slater wave pool. Yes, yes. <laughs> Expedition. Yeah. Bull market. Yeah. It's out there now. Yeah, it's out, it's out there now. Years. We're materializing yes, this as, as it, we speak, it's, right? It's got to it's gotta happen now. We we said it on the podcast. So. <laughs> yep. Declared it. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's an amazing event. Uh, you know, obviously I'm working for Swan, so shilling it, but uh, I have, it's a 
it's part of it's kind of the a big part of what I work on as well with the events team. Well, it's and a, Kristen, it's, who's the head honcho at events. It's a great size because it's you guys had you know a lot of just dynamic speakers, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like so big that you're like lost and it's it just felt like I don't know. I, I really enjoyed right. it. Yeah, and you're shooting hoops. And, yeah. Yeah. Plus, I, like you're saying, I think I actually wind up going back and watching a lot of the things online For afterwards sure. because you're there and you get in these conversations <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'll just watch it online because you're just meeting so many interesting people and building these relationships. And so it seems like a lot of times, like the the conference is just an excuse to get everybody together. Hundred percent. It's, mm-hmm. it's something to hang, hang. You need a frame to hang things on, yeah. but then you spend most of your time just out in the hallways chatting. Hundred percent. So, that's why I love El, El Salvador, especially El Zante. That's what it feels like all the time. You're like this. I always tell people it's like a nonstop Bitcoin conference hallway. You're just like <laughs> right. walking down the street and like, wait, hey, I know you. Like, wait. Do we know in real life or just Twitter? Or <laughs> right, right. It's always fun. Yeah. Are you one of those cartoon characters <laughs> yeah. that follow on Twitter? <laughs> so, well, I want to make sure people know where they can follow you guys. I'm assuming you're on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. You can uh, follow. Yeah, that's Paul. There's me, Paul Keating. Paul. And then Paul in the Jungle on all of the other platforms. Yeah, I'll show you guys a little Wait, inside. So, did, so, so, are you on TikTok? Oh yeah, okay. you got to orange pill the normie somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm on TikTok and I'm on Nostra. I don't know how okay. many people <laughs> can say the same thing. I'll, I'll have to have my kids show me how to get on TikTok so I can watch your uh, TikTok. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I had to delete my TikTok so I don't have a screenshot of your, <laughs> of your TikTok, unfortunately. But cool. And then John. And then, yeah, that's my Twitter. Um, connect with me there. If um, you're also on Instagram, I'm there as well. I think uh, just sharing images, like aspiring, aspirational content, I guess, <laughs> is kind of my goal there, just to feature the freedom that, that Bitcoin can offer. Nice. And everybody watching this, make sure you message Corey and tell him that we need to do the Slater Surf uh, Let's surf day. make it happen. <laughs> Bigger and better. Throw down the gauntlet. Yes. Got a lot of good reviews coming. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of happy customers. So, well, I'm uh, stoked to see the the Swan House here and how much excitement it's brought. And uh, yeah, just the way it's brought all these people. Like I said, every time I was doing a podcast, I pick me up the Swan House, pick me up the Swan House. So it's fun seeing that kind of bring together in the community. So I'm hoping this becomes. uh, if, if not a permanent thing, at least a, a yearly thing that you guys... Great idea, Absolutely. dude. Great idea, Great idea. yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like the materialization, <laughs> manifesting <laughs> capabilities of your podcast yes, here. Yes, we're like making it. it happen. And um, yeah, I guess I'll see you guys in January. Awesome. In, yes, uh, sir. Yeah. Costa Rica. You, you'll have to show yeah. me, make sure I see the things I need to see when I'm there. So, yes. Uh, first time how, gotcha. how far from the airport is the, it is an absolute mission sorry everybody <laughs> good luck no i've heard yeah. that about it's costa rica sucks. like yeah. it's, it's horrible it's like the roads are fine but it's yeah, just horrible it's just a long yeah. ways to, to get anywhere so <laughs> yeah can't sugarcoat that one <laughs> it's worth it though once you get to the beach you're like, ah, yes all right and the people like yeah super super cool i i just love costa rica it's such a good it's pitching. good energy no, I'm, I'm excited. No, I'm regular. regular. Yeah. Right. I'm excited to, 
uh, I've heard just amazing things about Costa Rica, but it's just, I don't know why. I just never made it. Waiting for this. Yes, mm -hmm. perfect. All right, yeah. well, I'll let you guys get back out there so maybe get an evening session before the sun goes down. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll try. Maybe body <laughs> surf. Snacks and boards. Cool. Thanks, thanks so much for uh, having us, Mike. Yeah, awesome. thank you. And thanks for our sponsor, Solitaire. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We got to manifest that. Too. <laughs> <laughs>